0: I'm Tucker, and this is Scene Play. On this episode, we're going to go ahead and continue our game of Danger Patrol, which is by John Harper. I will see you on the other side.
1: Well, as the Atomic Daredevil, though I'm very strong, I do feel uncomfortable being cornered fully <laughs> with people on both sides of me and no allies. And I see the Skull Killer, who's very much my enemy, targeting my friend. <laughs> And so, uh, Sir Silos. And so, (laughs) I use my atomic speed to get out of my situation and into a new one. And to finish what I started with Skull Killer, and I start, go to, like, fist fight with the Skull Killer.
0: All right. Sounds good. (laughs) So, you're you're putting them up in the 1950s style. Who makes the first move? Me, no question.
1: (laughs) All right. I'm coming in hot. So I come in immediately swinging.
0: <laughs> All right, let's get
2: let's get a roll. That's definitely a warrior. You sort of run into there with your fists like extended, <laughs> so your speed just like whacks him across the face. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's kind of how I'm picturing it. Yeah.
1: The uh, die eight, but I need five of them. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Here you go. Uh,
0: this one's a D eight. Do you want any danger do you want on that? Any danger?
1: Hmm. I don't think that's that dangerous.
0: All right. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. So you sprint out, you jump over, and then you're coming at the Skull Killer. That looks way
3: better.
1: Yeah, way better.
3: Four and one. Yeah, that's pretty good.
0: All right. So how do you end Skull Killer once and for all?
1: Skull Killer. So basically, I get him down. I get like I start beating him pretty pretty handily in this like last brawl of the tall guys. <laughs> and then I put him down horizontal on the ground. I put him down horizontal like so that his feet aren't on the ground, his butt's on the ground. And then I tell him, "I am so much taller than you." <laughs> and then I throw him into a fiery pit. Or a, there's no fiery pit. I, I, I just I just knock him out, knock him out hard. All right. Cool.
0: And so Skullkiller is down and out for the count. Bye-bye, Skullkiller. Um, still alive, it seems, but knocked out and yeah. no longer functioning on the ground. What does Milo do about the Death Adders and such?
3: So so Milo's not, he's not in a very good spot right now because, as we've been mentioning, these interdimensional Death Adders, well, one of the dimensions of which they are inter happens to be the, the ghost dimension. And so it means that they're able to... Um, take ghosts and pull them into the, the corporeal world, which is, would be terrible for Milo because then the pack of balehounds could get at him. What the Death Eaters don't know is that Milo's only half ghost. And so their, their ability to pull him in is only half effective. And so what Milo, Milo realizes that, um, you know, this is a two-way street. As much as they can try and pull him into the corporeal world, Milo realizes he can try and pull them into the ghost world, where they'll be totally ineffective. So Milo's going to use his, um, you know, his his powers as this poltergeist um, to t- attempt to, you know, send out this wave of spectral energy and pull all the interdimensional death adders out of the existent plane uh, and into the ghost plane, where they'll be a- totally ineffective.
0: All right, uh, that seems like an explorer to me.
3: Uh, that does, and I think I also I'm going to use my my abilities as a poltergeist and add a d10 for that. Right? Mm-hmm.
0: Do you want any other dangers on that?
3: This is time sensitive. I mean those those bellhounds are, are really ripping into the armor of the Z101. Yeah. Um, and so you know he's got he's got to do this fast.
0: All right. Sounds good.
3: So I'll take two for that.
0: All right. Go ahead and roll it. Yep. So you're going. So you managed to pull some of them into the ghost realm, and they sort of just sort of
3: float upwards out you of know the what? ship. Can I? I'm yeah? gonna go. I'm gonna go out of phase. That's All right. Like this. I'm gonna okay. use the. I'm gonna use that power. So that what is that? That uh reduces one hit uh, and adds one to my next.
0: All right. Cool. So you so, uh you pull so you pull a couple of the adders out of phase, and they're just sort of float up, and we'll be sort of. Slipping around the battlefield as very confused time, looking. time goes on. Yeah, they, they don't really know what they're doing. Uh, they, they seem very unable to control themselves. Despite having traveled the dimensions before, generally they're in control of their ability to travel the dimensions. And so now they're sort of stuck in the ghost realm and don't really know what to do. And however, at the same time as you're doing that, the pack of hounds is tearing closer and closer into. Uh, you and what and some of them seem almost ready to tear the cockpit open and get at you in this Z 101 uh, So Sibilancia, there's a moment in the ritual where it's sort of self-perpetuating mm-hmm. and you can reach out and Sort of send some of the power some of the excess power, which isn't needed for the ritual proper elsewhere Okay, and how how are you going to direct that, and what form does it take? Hmm.
2: Well, the convenient thing about this cult of Malachar is that Malacharian uh, energy has a very distinct profile to it that's very easy to harness and redirect. It's, it's a shortcoming. It's very powerful, but it's also sort of uh, very malleable. So I'm going to attempt to harness some of this excess ritual magic, as well as all the just sort of latent energy that's in the room, and form uh, black tendrils of mist that go into the pack of the hounds' minds and brainwash them, as it were.
3: While 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 Sibilance is kind of considering this option, um, Milo calls him up on his wrist communicator, <laughs> um, also concerned with the pack of bellhounds, and though he does not know much about the mystic arts, he does know that energy happens to be what powers the atomic daredevil and thinks that maybe there would be some way to supercharge Brash 96's fusion reactor with some of this excess energy and use that to go after the
1: pack of bailhounds that was interesting <laughs> does seem like a good idea yeah Brash 96 is with the idea <laughs> So I Milo, think
3: it, Milo calls it, him up. He like, look, guys. Here's the thing. I think we can use this energy. I think Brash 96 can handle it. I think yeah. he can. I think we can send him after the pack of balehounds.
2: That's an even better idea because he could go. He could punch right through the pack of Balehounds. I was thinking of just using them to run interference.
1: Yeah,
2: but I'm, he could punch right through the pack of balehounds and probably get to get rid of them for good.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking I, the way I can do it, I can channel the energy into my rocket coat and use <laughs> it as a bomb. And send it to the pack of bale hounds. Right, are we ladies. sure? Are we sure we want to mess with bombs again? The last one didn't go so well. <laughs> last time it didn't work well, but like you gotta have a short term memory. You gotta keep trying. <laughs> like I want to send my rocket. I want to send my rocket thing at this pack of bale hounds and use it as a bomb.
3: All right, I'm on board. Yeah. sibilencia are you on, are you with us? Yeah, I'm with you all the way. Yeah.
2: So sure. I think we're gonna supercharge this. Yeah, let's, supercharge me, please. Please <laughs> supercharge, supercharge me now.
0: All right, sounds good. So uh, this sounds like it's gonna be a brash roll. Then we're gonna and we'll decide how that energy goes, mm-hmm. depending on how that role is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what is Brash going to do with all the sudden power he feels? He's already stronger and faster than any man
1: should be or ever has been. Well, I, now, don't, I don't, I don't want to get too man. directly involved with these this pack of billhounds. So I'm thinking my play is to scientifically like cha- my my play is to scientifically channel the the energy that's coming to me mm. into my rocket ship, and I'll sacrifice my rocket ship, or my rocket coat rather, and use it as a bomb. A supercharged bomb flying at this pack of bail hounds. Okay, that sounds
0: like a professor.
1: Ooh. A professor roll. <laughs> yeah, I'm an intelligent daredevil. Uh, so I need. So you get a D10 for and that. I'm also using my rocket pack, so I have mm-hmm. six <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, and I'll fusion overload that to to add two hits to my roll by right. like overriding the safety. <laughs>
3: So the way these the way these kind of atomic soldiers are built up, um, they look normal, mostly like normal people, except they kind of have this like steel plate, kind of like an Iron Man kind of light in the middle of their chest. And normally it glows with like a kind of faint white light, light. Not right now. Brash's, Brash's breastplate, his like middle light thing, starts to kind of vibrate really, really intensely. And the light turns to this, this seething, crackling orange. And then you can kind of see the light fade from that And the light on the jetpack, the rocket pack uh, match was just on the center pack. Should I just
1: roll one of these dice twice? Do we have not not enough tens? Yeah, there's five. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you have one right in front of you. Oh, my God.
0: All right. Are you using anything on this?
1: I used a fusion overload, so that adds two hits to my roll. All
0: right. Cool.
1: So I should hit this thing. Hey.
0: How many hits do you have?
1: Four hits. So six total. Yeah.
0: So six hits and (laughs) two threats. All right. So, <laughs> sorry, that was a really shit-eating grin. Um, so how attached, are, okay, so this is what happens: <laughs> The rocket coat, uh, so you drop the rocket coat off, and it sort of like floats and floats. It's heavy, but it still has enough fabric that it can, flo- that, that it can float down, and it floats underneath the Z-101. shit explodes launches it up into the air and and just at this moment milo manages to power it back up again and get and get it word and it vaporizes the pack of hounds it vaporizes the interdimensional death adders however milo you're gonna take a reduced hit here because you got launched upwards
3: actually milo's gonna what Milo's going to do is he's going to use the... I'm going to use the hold it together, baby. Yeah. Skill. Uh, and I'm going to use that to kind of... Instead of just get, you know, blown up in the air, Milo sees this is about to go down. And he angles the the directional flaps of the Z101 to kind of uh, cup cup around the blast. Um, and it launches him gracefully up into the air. Um, and the Z101 is back in business. Love it. Rather than being violently tossed. <laughs> Got him.
0: All right. Sounds good. Ty, are you 10 or 11? I'm 10. Okay.
2: Cool. Yeah, I'm just, I was just trying to think of a convincing excuse, but I couldn't, I couldn't come the, up with right, anything. We,
0: I can keep moving pretty quickly. Yeah. We should. You might be a little late, but not too That's okay. So. Okay. So, uh, this drops by two ticks. All right, so again, to describe the current situation, you have the dark figure with his sword, the, mag- the Magus, uh, <coughs> who is this figure who wear, who wears a purple jumpsuit, because why the hell not? Uh, it has all these mystic runes on it, and he carries a gun in one hand and a wand in his other hand, and is sort of like pewing bolts of energy and bolts of lead uh in equal abandon uh while the figure just slowly advances with the sword and the blood emperor king of Malakar takes one step forward and you realize for the first time that once he steps free of the portal that the energy from the two stabilizers is no longer going into the portal and the portal sh- and the portal shrinks not all the way but shrinks a lot and the energy source surrounds the this blood emperor king and he starts to channel uh, a, a lot of energy, and realizing that the greatest threat is Sir Oh Excellent. Uh, he starts to point at the sky, and you hear this rumbling that wasn't there there before, and uh, this and a rumbling in the ground, and you feel and you feel this te- this terrible feeling, Sibilantia, because you've seen this the spell before. And you know that a boulder is going to come from the sky, and the ground is going to push you up into this boulder and sort of <laughs> smash you. Oh, that's crazy, the two of them. And so it, in fact, is already starting to lift up uh, the ground around you in a circle, which perfectly encapsulates the, the ritual. However, you also know that if this boulder hits the ritual site, which is not anywhere near completion yet then the ritual will be disbanded and you won't be able to send the blood emperor king away. Hmm. What do you do?
3: Simple answer. Is there any way either Brash or I can help you with this, this predicament you find yourself in?
2: Yeah. I mean, that would be certainly handy, but if you guys help me out with this, the blood or emperor or king is just going to keep dropping boulders, you know, in a quantity that we won't be able to stop. I think you guys need to, to keep them occupied or, Maybe just yeah. break his concentration. I can do yeah. the best I can to sort of uh, break the boulder apart, but I, I'm not going to be able to stop more than one or two of these attacks. So you guys really got to gotta step in there and and give this guy what for.
1: Yeah, I think I want to swing in there and give him one hit and then start jumping around like I'm in Assassin's Creed. Draw his <laughs> fire, you know. Just he's just, I'm drawing his fire, but he's never going to hit me. Or maybe, maybe he'll hit me, but I hope he'll never hit me.
0: All right, let's start with that one hit. Um, how, how are you hitting him? What does this look like?
1: I'm, I'm going to charge in a, <laughs> my plan. My plan, and I don't know if it's a good plan, but I, I just want to charge in guns blazing and just run at him and swing once. <laughs> and, and if that works, I'm going to jump out afterwards, but I'm going to swing once.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Can I amend it to that you swing up around him? tap him on the shoulder, and then tear off in the other direction.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a classic sucker that play. sounds like a smarter plan. Like, <laughs> The only reason I didn't do that plan was just because I didn't think of it. <laughs> all right, yeah.
0: sounds good. So that would be uh, Daredevil, I believe. So all of the 12s. Here's one. I got one. Uh, don't take that one because that's important. How many do you have? Three. Um, yeah, we're, we're light on those. How many do we I need? just roll? Two so it yeah, points. I just roll. Yeah.
1: And so are you gonna take any danger on this? Um, I think this is this is kind of it's pretty inherently dangerous to run up to a emperor king who we just <laughs> met with no plan. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I think I'm gonna take two danger for the general <laughs> uncertainty of running at a king who we know to be dangerous yep. without a plan.
0: Uh, and I'm going to throw you one more danger, uh, because the our, our buddy, the Magus of Malkaria, is firing bullets Ooh. and energy at you while you're while you're swinging <laughs> through the air.
1: Well, obviously my plan is to evade those. So. <laughs> 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 All right, what do we got? We have two hits at me. I'm going to reroll. I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, but I'm just to remember. So two more hits. We're... Five
0: hits and three. Mm-hmm. All right, so. How do you redirect that the fire of Malkaria so that it blows up uh, or, or so that it...
1: Okay. So Yeah, I can say. Yeah. So Malcaria is very, very in control of his attacks. <coughs> and once I've hit him once, he's very upset with me. And he's just actively targeting his attacks towards me. But I'm jumping around like Assassin's Creed off the walls of the building. <laughs> very fast and he should not be able to hit me.
3: Jumping around the stabilizer's as well and inadvertently this very angry blood emperor king starts hitting his own stabilizers (laughs) yeah and each time he does it he kind of cringes and tenses up which makes him ever matter and ever more inaccurate in his firing so he's really starting to get angry with brash 96
1: who's at this point toying with him this is all exactly (laughs) as i planned i might add
0: (laughs) all right but he is angry at you, and he is firing, he is a blood emperor king. So he has spent his fair amount of time on the boulder practice range, which they have in Malacharya, in Malachar, rather. Why wouldn't they? Uh, you also do get hit uh, by, would you rather be hit by a bullet or a piece <laughs> of magical energy?
1: Um, both ways. I would just acrobat dodge it. All right. Good <laughs> boss. All
0: right. And so instead, so the Magus of Malcaria is like, Oh, I had is like looking and you see from his village. Oh, I have points the gun and <coughs> fires and hits the dark figure in the head next to him and immediately killing them <laughs> and dropping that sword, which was going to do such amazing things <laughs> onto the ground.
3: Well, Milo sees all that goes go down um, and he notices that this this nondescript sword Nondescript to the naked eye, not to Milo. He can kind of sense there's this kind of otherworldly incorporeal energy about it. He sees it clatter to the ground, and he doesn't quite know why, but he knows it's important. Um, And so what Milo does is, um, seeing that the Blood Emperor King is occupied, Sibilancy's got his hands full, Milo flies the Z-101 straight for the sword, uh, and lands next to it, and jumps out and picks it up. And it turns out that this this sword, I mean, this is this is no ordinary sword. This is the 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 soul render of Malakar, weapon of choice of the hand of Malakar, the figure that the Blood Emperor of Malakar just now inadvertently murdered. The Magus is the one who hit. Oh, the Magus, one yeah. of them. One of them died. Uh, and yeah. and Milo picks this thing up and. Thinks that, you know, maybe although he might not be able to kill the Blood Emperor, being a ghost, he can't swing weapons very hard. Uh, he's sure that he can at least help Brash distract him. So I think Milo's going to um, also try and uh, float up towards the Blood Emperor of Malakar and attempt to kind of appear behind him and stab him in the back. Oh, with, with the, the sword? sword? With the sword. All right. Sounds good. Uh, roll that. That sounds... It's a commando kind yeah. of move, I think. Oh, I like that. Okay. Does anyone want to add danger to that? No, but I'll, I can
2: give you a bonus die. It's part of my lay of the land. Ah,
0: so how, how do you do that? What, how do you help him with that?
3: So maybe you call me up and yeah. tell me how to activate the latent ghostly energy imbued in this weapon. Well, what
2: I do is I, I split my concentration for a, a moment to activate my wrist transmitter. And I tell Milo that the sword's only going to work if he holds
3: it with both hands at once.
0: Nice. Good,
3: Milo adds a second hand to the sword. I also actually I was I went out of phase last round, so I've got another plus one hit. All right, on Good. this roll, so I'll roll. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so they gotta give
3: you that extra time. Two, two
0: So you come in phase too close to the Blood Emperor King, so you you like touch him, and that touching sensation. Well. It's the blood. You hear screams. I can
3: feel myself kind of getting sucked into you almost.
0: He's pulling your ghostly aura into himself. So you're going to take a reduced hit.
3: Which leaves me not stunned. You can't really stun a ghost, but it leaves me slightly uh, dissolved. (laughs) And
0: you go to stab him.
3: And you're dissolved, so you, you expect that what's going to
0: happen is you're going to, to just like sort of it, that your weapon, which dissolves with you, is just going to sort of sink into him and do and have no effect. But instead, even as a ghost, the blue energy from the two stabilizers deflects the sword away from the Blood Emperor King of Malkar. Oh no! And keeps you from being able to do any harm to him. And of course, the Blood Emperor King turns to you at this moment, and his attention is very well diverted from Sibilantia but it is very well diverted onto you and while you guys aren't paying attention the magus of Malachar realizes that he can he, he has a free shot to go win his emperor's favor and kill that one who is doing the ritual and so he's charging towards the slowly rising Sibilantia gun and one blazing
2: all right well this seems like a good time to take my uh, my future into my own hands so I'm gonna. So Sybil looks up at the the boulder, that's ever so quickly approaching his head, and looking to grind him into a fine paste. And he sees the the magus below him, and he realizes that he can, uh, he can sort of try to move the boulder off course. So instead of getting crushed himself, it'll crush the magus.
0: Magus. Magus, Magus uh, I, I, I don't know what I, I don't really know I just wrote it Alright sounds good That is Are you using magic to do this? Oh absolutely uh, That's an explorer
2: Alright um, I should also add that I was wrong about the bonus die It's not d6 Apparently it's, it's it functions like just a normal bonus die Oh okay cool Good to know um, So I'm going to need a, a d10 and a d8
3: From that right. uh, Here is your d10 There's a d8 And there's the d8
0: Cool. I also have my... I don't know where my d... Di- oh, there's my d... Di- Are you going to take any danger
3: from I that? mean, this is a, a big-ass boulder. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's not absolutely. the easiest thing to deflect, mm-hmm. so I'll toss you a danger die for that.
0: Yeah, and I would say there's also... You feel these tendrils of energy sort of lapping out from the Emperor King that's starting to pull your energy from you. And uh, so I'm going to give you one more danger die from that. <laughs>
2: all right, so that brings me up to three... Oh, I'm at the plus two threshold now. Who we got? Okay, we're. It looks like we're three and three. Yep.
0: All right. So. Uh, and it's. A,
2: I would say that he's a spirit threat. So that's that gives me up to four.
0: Sure, I like it. So you redirect the boulder. It crushes. It crushes the Megus. Okay. Which is great. However. Behind you, you feel this presence, this really terrifying energy, and you hear screaming, you hear all these sounds of people who are trying to escape, and there is a duplicate of the Emperor King projected behind you. That's not good. He speaks in a different language, and you understand that what what he said was actually quite violent and is not worth recounting here, but something something to do with your head ending up in a place where it shouldn't um, along with your genitals, because he's childish <laughs> nice. like that. He's really childish like that. He's been locked up in his palace this whole time and
3: only goes out marauding
0: <laughs> and killing people. He doesn't, he doesn't figure out anything better
2: than that. Not a very uh, emotionally
3: balanced individual. Not what you would call well-adjusted. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: the ritual is one step closer to success. So, anybody want to give me the current lay of the land?
2: Ty, you want to do it? Sure. Well, this warehouse is just absolutely disgusting now. I mean, there's just viscera and and gore everywhere. Not a lot of blood because the gut, the Blood Emperor keeps sucking it up, but it's a lot of guts and and animal carcasses. And I mean, there's there's this dead hooded figure, and there's a a dead magus who's just been squashed under a boulder. Um, Milo and Brash are dividing the attention of the Blood Emperor King, and he just—he's he's looking around at them balefully. And uh, I mean, Milo's in a Milo's in a bit of a rough patch because the, the Blood Emperor is is really, really not pleased about the sword that just got stuck in him. Um, but Brash is, who had formerly distracted the God Emperor, is sort of staring and surveying the scene and notices the. The stabilizers are open and maybe he thinks that if he can destroy the stabilizers, it'll destabilize the God Emperor and make dispelling him even easier. Yeah.
1: That does seem like a good idea. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. So what do you do? I think I want to. I think they look pretty. Like they look like they're. They don't look that sturdy to me. <laughs> so I want to just. I want to try banging on it really, really hard, <laughs> given that I have atomic strength. So I want to use my atomic strength and just bang, bang, bang on the t- stabilizer and see what happens.
0: All right. Sounds good. That sounds to me.
1: That's a warrior. That's mate. a
0: warrior. Yeah, it's got to be a warrior.
1: Sure a warrior. Five of those.
0: All right. Uh, do you want any danger
1: with that? Um, no, but I'm also going to fire my gun at it. And fusion overload it.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, Are you using fusion overload? Yeah. All right, so two extra hits.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that's three three hits. So you do destroy... That
1: was one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you do destroy the stabilizer. Oh, good. Which is great, but it explodes in your face, into you. Um, And... You had four threats. You said, "Yeah." So you're gonna take a full hit, which would use mean you're vaporized.
1: Acrobat dodge to, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> to, <laughs> to <laughs> dive away from this and move. I want to redirect it towards the other stabilizer. That but that uh that explosion somehow.
0: Yeah. So you so what happens is that the explosion you actually comes into you and you absorb it, and you realize it's gonna burst you, and then you realize you can let it out through your chest and sort of like point your chest in a very Iron Man like fashion towards the other stabilizer and explode it. And so the other stabilizer then explodes, shaking the warehouse. And to be clear, like this warehouse just doesn't really exist anymore. Like the walls are are destroyed by them, all the various monstrosities and explosions that have happened. There's probably a couple other warehouses that are blown up next to it just from the force
3: of the battle that's been happening inside here. You can hear some sirens off in the distance yeah. coming to
1: see what's yeah. going but on. But
0: once they get here they're going to turn around because this is not something they want anything to do with. This is
1: way above the yeah, page. A, a lot of explosions have happened. A lot of things have died.
0: Alright. And so we're left with the Emperor King of Malakar.
1: At the moment and there are three heroes.
3: Kind of at the moment that that second stabilizer explodes um, Milo feels like a, a shift in kind of the, the ghostly energy that's been pervading the room. Um, you know, he had just touched the Blood Emperor King and felt very sapped by him as if he was getting sucked in. Um, but now it almost feels like like a strong kind of um, magnetic resistance between him and the Blood Emperor King of Malachar. Um, and it turns out what's going on is... Um, Though the Blood Emperor King of Malkar, appears to have kind of completely uh, sucked in and absorbed and taken all of these various souls of the people he's conquested, they're not entirely gone yet from the world. Um, And so Milo uh, is kind of in tune with all of these other ghost presences that are just barely in the room. Um, And it, it fills him with a sense of rage and resolve that kind of his brethren are being kept trapped in this horrible existence Made into blood and cloak and staff, etc. King paraphernalia, um, and so so this resolve kind of um, really just sends Milo into a frenzy, um, and so Milo kind of like wrenches the sword out of the emperor um, and starts just hacking at him with it. Um, right, and that, yeah, that's gonna be that's what that sounds like a warrior, <laughs> which is a, unfortunately just a D four for me, but. Um, milo is now aware um that um this is this is going to be my kind of spirit trait it says when you face the thing that keeps you tied to the world you do plus one hit well this isn't necessarily exactly what keeps milo tied to this world but it's something that's keeping other trapped souls tied to this world and so Milo's definitely gonna do some extra damage while doing that sounds good um oh, you
0: get two before um, looks like
3: oh yeah looks like it um mm.
0: Do you want to use any equipment here?
3: Yeah, um, I am also going to... What ha- what have I not... I've used a lot of this stuff. Oh, I have like a bunch of vehicles I haven't called in yet. <laughs> well, at this point, the Z101 is just hovering, um, but it's still on autopilot, so I'm going kind to of, kind of remote-like control it to aim its main cannons at the Blood Emperor <laughs> and just lay into <laughs> him. Um, Sounds good. That gives me a...
0: D 10 i think for that you want to use any other equipment
3: um i think that's like all i have
0: (laughs) (laughs) sounds good all right do you want to take any danger on this
3: uh yeah absolutely keep in
0: mind i'm also going to be rolling this because this is a threat die gotcha
3: um sure i mean Inherently, facing a Blood Emperor King head-on in a one-on-one fight with nothing but a sword is a dangerous situation. So I'm going to take two for that.
0: I also think that you see your grandfather, who fought in the old in the war against Malakar, and he's been sucked into the the Blood Emperor. So you're a little distracted. (laughs) This is a blind rage.
3: Yeah. All right. Here goes nothing. This hits. I feel like I rolled five dice. Yeah, I forgot one. to roll one of them. Oh, that's five. Or 10, sorry, nine, I yeah. feel like I rolled six you dice. You need to I roll
0: not. one more six-sider. D6. Yeah. Tough.
3: So what do <laughs> we have? Three and three. All right.
0: So, and you, But you do one plus one hit because of?
3: Four and three. Yeah, that's right.
0: All right. So you hit him. What, what is it? you're just slashing with your sword at him and it cuts with each hit
3: there's kind of like a hissing and milo can feel as he is tearing into the fabric he can feel souls escaping um and finally finding peace but he can still sense his grandfather's soul trapped in there and he's just trying to slash away and find it um all the while the emperor king of malachar is kind of scratching back at him um and firing bolts Ripping holes through Milo, which were, you know, Milo's a ghost. Um, and so these holes slowly fill in um, as Milo reforms. But he can't reform quite fast enough to survive all this onslaught of magical energy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And t- take a reduced hit um, from from that. And he also is just more and more angry because of that. And as, and as, like, the souls hiss out of him, he reforms. And the souls hiss out of him, and he reforms. And he and he's just more and more angry, and your your ferocity is m- matched by his, and the two of you are just duking it out back and forth back and forth, back and forth Ty, what do you do about this uh second emperor? that's showed up. Man. he's starting to be a little more wavery now than he was before.
2: I'm not too concerned about him, given that he's just sort of phasing in and out of existence. But, you know, it it might be some uh, it might be worth addressing, possibly. I think the most rational solution is to <laughs> drain his energy and feed it into the ritual. See if I can sort of suction him in.
0: All right, sounds good. So that's gonna be an explorer again.
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: And this Um, particular iteration of the Emperor is wielding a very large battle axe and is bringing it down towards your head.
2: Excellent. That sounds like some danger. I'll give you two for that. All right. All right, so I'm going to also use a lay of the land. All right. So I'm going to sort of use my awareness of the swinging axe and... I guess oh, so there's more than that. What,
0: what else do you notice ritual? about the situation that helps you out? Well, I noticed that
2: as the god emperor of Malakar is being blasted by the, the Z-101, every time he gets hit, the sort of projection of him wavers even more. So I try to time sucking him in with, with one of the laser blasts.
0: Nice. Good.
2: So that's that's one two three four five hits and one threat.
0: The tip of the battle axe touches your head, and it's just and it hits and it hits you. And there's this like light. There's a single light cut going through the center of your forehead. But then you just draw in all his, all his power and move and move it into the ritual, which makes it speed up even faster. And the and, and the emperor sort of feels. <laughs> That go and is even and it's like the blood is not draining from him as quickly as it did before. Uh, he's scabbing up in all these in all these gross places and seems more frail. You're sort of chipping pieces, Milo's chipping pieces off of him with with this sword, uh, and the and the ritual is nearing its completion. Brash, what do you do?
1: Um. I'm getting pretty fed up with this Blood Emperor King. <laughs> Do you think you hate him as much as
2: uh, Skull Killer Nine Thousand and Two?
1: Given that he plans to destroy the entire world, yes, I think Brash Ninety Six is prepared to just attack this Blood Emperor King with his life. I want, I want to roll up. I'm done. I'm done hiding and jumping around <laughs> off these walls like Assassin's Creed. I'm jumping down onto the Blood Emperor King. I'm gonna try and tackle him to the ground and then subdue him in combat.
0: Alright, that <laughs> sounds very warrior like yeah.
2: I don't know, and jumping gonna use jumping ideas. onto the, the God Emperor off the wall sounds kinda of like a
0: daredevil to me. Yeah, I feel like that I feel like atomic like brass can just do that though. Okay. There's no there's no real threat that makes in the jumping. Sense. The, mm-hmm. the threat jump. is in grabbing yeah. onto this is that being D8? that of yes. thousands there's of sucked a up D8, souls. D8,
1: D8, D8.
2: Brash, I'm a little worried about you grabbing him given that he seems to suck people's uh, souls in when he touches them.
1: I,
3: I think it's 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 much worse for Milo who's basically just a soul. At, this, uh, point, yeah, at this
1: point, I want to just... I really just don't like him and I want to try him. You know. I, want
0: to <laughs> <laughs> I think you're very much in danger of having your soul sucked. I'll admit that this sucked.
1: is very dangerous. Yeah, I think I should have at least, at least three danger.
0: Yeah, I'll give you two for the... Soul sucking, and I think Milo's also like swinging pretty wildly there, so he might also hit you a couple times.
1: (laughs) I am going to destroy him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what do we got? Uh, A lot of misses. A lot of hits, though. A
3: lot of hits too. Here's a. That was a.
2: And there's one other hit over there. Six over there.
1: Four hits, five misses.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So. We're gonna. We're just gonna call this a full hit, um, which means you're vaporized. Is
3: <laughs> oh, that <man>. good?
0: <laughs> is it good to be vaporized? Hmm. But I will also say that you have killed the Blood Emperor.
1: A oh, word. That was a plan. Self sacrifice.
0: <laughs> so what is <laughs> the ultimate? What happens, M. Pat? How does this go down? How, how do you, both you and the Blood Emperor end up being destroyed? So and
1: basically. Early in the fight, the the Blood Ember, he does something to me. I don't really understand. He, like, touches me oddly, and it significantly (laughs) ruins my my cyborg body. So, like, I'm significantly less indestructible than I thought I was. I'm significantly less durable, you know? But at the same time, I'm already in this fight, and I don't think I really have the opportunity to flee. So I just continue to engage in combat with this Blood Ember King because I want to just give out my last effort. And then my body continues to fail, and the cyborg king dies. Uh,
2: I'd like to, I'd like to take an action on behalf of Brash. Yeah, uh, I believe it's it's within the purview of of explorers everywhere to know how to render first aid, and mystic explorers have a kind of a deeper understanding of spiritual first aid. Okay. So, uh, Sybil notices Brash start to dissipate in a kind of a black mist, and and tries to sort of reconstitute Brash into a human body.
0: All right. That sounds, that sounds very much like a role. So I'm going to, I'm going to
2: try to, I think that's an explorer role. All right. Given that it's first aid.
3: Yeah, of course.
2: Cause you tossed me a, another D 12.
3: I'm actually going to throw in Milo. This is kind of, you know, the, the emperor King falls to the ground, falls on his knees, um, kind of locked, in, you know, a last punch towards, uh, wait, don't really tie a last punch towards Brash, while at the same time, Brash has kind of taken this corrupted, kind of mangled metal arm and just shoved it through the Blood Emperor's chest. But at the same time, Brash is just falling apart at this point, and he kind of completely falls apart, and they just crumple. And Milo sees this happen and goes to reconstitute the fallen Brash. And it's not, it's just, it's not enough as a human interacting with another human. You can't bring people back to life. However, well, you, right. Yeah. You can't be, I mean, you can't bring people back to life if you don't know where they are, but being a ghost, Milo, um, senses a very faint, but nonetheless present tug from Brash's body to his soul, which is quickly departing, um, and uses his ghostly knowledge to kind of pull back on the, the soul, um, of Brash leaving his body, so I'm gonna add my own, but it's probably Explorer D8, right? I'm gonna add add my aid to Ty's roll. All
0: right, is there any danger here?
3: I mean, obviously there is because if we fail, Brash is gone. This is true. In fact, yeah, I Milo. I mean, this could this could take Milo with him too. This is directly pulling on another ghost trying to pull him. This is this is just a struggle between the ghostly plane and the corporeal world, but. In this case, Milo is facing the thing that keeps him tied to this world, so that adds a hit for that. Just an automatic, but there's yeah. also danger.
1: Just right. wanted to say thanks for trying, guys. <laughs> However this goes, I really appreciate the effort to save my life. You know. All right, we'll see. We'll see how this turns
2: out. And this is a plus one. So there's plus two hits on this.
0: All right, sounds good.
1: Oh, no oh,
2: no. <laughs> so uh, it's so four and four, four four and four, and I'm going to spend uh, a power token to do plus one hit as well.
3: And I'm going to go yeah. out of phase to reduce one hit
0: to yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Milo, <laughs> you have a choice here. So you reach Brash, you find Brash's soul, and you realize that you could pull him back. You could send him back to this world but in doing so you would push yourself irrevocably far and you would pass into the great beyond that you'd never felt before.
3: So Milo, this is, I mean, this is kind of the furthest removed from the human world. Milo's ever been. He's, he's got a hold of Brash's soul, but he can see the ghostly palace, um, on Deimos where all the ghosts go to reside for eternity. And he sees off in the distance, a figure that appears to be his grandfather and the figure waves, and Milo, in a moment of great serenity and peace, kind of whiplashes Brash's soul <laughs> in the opposite direction, back towards the earth, hurling himself into the ghostly palace, um, sacrificing his own life to save Brash. Thank, God, thank you so much. You.
0: <laughs> and Milo, for a moment, is left alone. There is nobody in the warehouse. His ritual finishes and banishes all the... all all the extra-dimensional creatures that were in there. Um, Most of the blood and guts, most of the guts remain, rather. There's no blood that was absorbed into the Emperor King. And then he hears this creaking behind him, and Skull Killer 9002 (laughs) sits up and speaks in Brash 96's voice. (laughs) What what does Brash 96 say upon realizing he's in Skull Killer's body?
1: And is now (laughs) 5'4". Oh no. <laughs> I'm way less cool. I used to be six five and extremely like fast and handsome. <laughs> and now I'm skull killer. <laughs> On the bright side, you're the leader of a cult now. Yeah, that is true. That that's maybe a lit a bit more suitable to my skill set. <laughs> but I don't know. Like physically I'm significantly declined. I'm
0: yeah. not happy about this. But you defeated the threat? And we'll end
1: on that. Yeah, it's still it's still like you have to note that I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I mean Milo's Milo's dead now. Milo's so. God. yeah. I don't know, that's a small <laughs> small, small problem. The big problem is that.
3: <laughs> Thanks for playing, guys. No yeah, thank you.
0: Hey guys. Thanks for listening. That was the end of our Danger Patrol game. Danger Patrol is by John Harper. You can find him at 17design.com. This game is at dangerpatrol.com. And if you like the show, please leave a rating or review on iTunes. You can find me at sceneplaypod at gmail.com. And today I do not have a poem for you. However, Ty does.
2: these words appear. My name is Ozymandias, King of Kings. Look on my works, ye mighty and despair. Nothing beside remains. Round the decay of that colossal wreck, boundless and bare, the lone and level sand stretch far
0: away.